What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host and captain, Garrett Morlang, and here in the studio with me is J.J. Purdom. That's right. I am J.J. Purdom, and I love to eat Grammy's cookies. No, I literally mean cookies. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, uh, how's, We're starting off hot this how's week. Your, how's, your, how's your week been, huh? Well, pretty good. Uh, okay. Speaking of Patreon, no, I'm no, we're doing pretty good, man. This week, it's Monday. It's the beginning of the week. And uh, you got put into the office recently, and I'm just going to throw it out there. So Garrett is now in the office at work, and he's now- too much power at my fingertips. Far too much. It's fantastic. When he used to complain constantly when the other lady in the office would would say, oh, of course, we'll get somebody out there right away, Garrett. And like, oh, he was like, oh, man, I if I were in the office, that would never happen. And look, let me let you know, Garrett is worse than that woman could ever be in relation to trying to like appease the people and make them happy on the phone. He's promising the world. They're like, so you're telling me I'm never going to see any bugs. And he's like, oh no, JJ's really good at it. And if for some reason you see anything, and I mean anything, even if you've got an annoying neighbor, you call up JJ and he'll get right over to try to save the day. See, here's the difference between uh, me and our previous secretary though. Is uh, you are biologically a male? She that that's one technically thing. not really a man. Let me just <laughs> let me just say, not really a man technically, but okay. biologically he's a male. Okay, uh, this is according to she, rumor and innuendo. She, <laughs> you're the worst. What? Um, she uh, uh, did it out of you know concern for the customer and wanting to make them happy. I am doing it doing it one hundred percent out of spite for you and John. Like <laughs> it's one hundred percent like. Eh, screw those guys! Like yeah. I, I got the power now. I can do whatever the heck I want. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually feel like that's a little bit of truth coming out because I think that you do kind of have a little, little bit of an ego trip. All of a sudden, he's like, you know, pouring coffee a little. You know, he's like, hey, you guys out there in that hot heat today? Huh? <laughs> and I'm like, he's never talked like that before. Why? Why is he affecting that that voice? It doesn't even feel real. You know. Uh, well, boy, so, is it fun! So now that you're in the office and you're you're playing keyboard, where I swear you were taking a nap when I walked in the other day. I've never <laughs> seen anybody sit up. He sat up like like the Undertaker, you know, literally. He's just like, oh, he just popped up so fast when I walked in the room, and I knew there. I heard his neck crack. I'm thinking that you were taking a nap when I walked in on that. Uh, you know what? I can neither confirm nor deny whether I was taking a nap the other day. So okay. we'll leave it at that. Okay. All <laughs> right. So how about you? You you having a good week? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Like JJ said, I'm moving into a new position at work. So that's always nice. I'm still, still having to do, you know, get out in the van and do some, you know, quote unquote real work, you know, yeah. some days of the week. But uh, there's a couple days each week I'm getting in there and can't wait for April 1st when I'm 100% the boss of the place. Are you finding that that changing the position, now doing something different with your day, are you like finding a newfound respect for what our coworkers were going through inside of the office when you'd be oh. like, man, they suck. They suck so bad. And now you're like, oh man. I know like <laughs> I asked you earlier, how's it going? And one of the things you said to me was like, it's so stressful. There's so much stress. I'm like, what's there to be stressed out? You're kicking in there in the AC. Yeah, okay. Uh, <coughs> no, definitely. Like, I've been, uh, like, all day today, I was just, you know, doing this 
this one job really like it was this we got a bunch of you know, i had to document all the checks and it's like oh cow all these checks are coming in i gotta die and then like in the middle of that phone calls are coming in and i lose track of what i was doing i was like mm-hmm. oh shoot i told they them i was gonna schedule this at this point and i forgot to do it but i gotta finish this check mm-hmm. uh okay and then like a package shows up and i mean like sign for the package and i go back to the other thing i was doing i'm like oh i forgot to <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's that's the day today it was just like okay will you say it like smokes. that I don't think I can do that yeah. because I'm I'm all about I'm killing bugs. Somebody comes to talk to me to like say, oh, hey, I had a spider that I saw. And I'm like, let me do what I'm doing. I'll come back to you when I can. Because if I get sidetracked, I'm like a, I'm like one of the, the dog from the movie Up. Yeah. And that's it. I'm done. Yeah. I can't. What were we talking about? Yeah, for me, I have like this legal pad where I just like scribble nonsense all over it, and somehow I know what what needs to be done, and I get it done. But it looks I, like a madman. I like legitimately <laughs> thought that was biblical Greek. Yeah. I really did. I walked in on that, and I thought like he's deciphering some <laughs> biblical text. I'm translating That's, the Rosetta Stone. You looks know, like that like very time, well. The Dead could Sea be, Scrolls. Is that Hebrew? I'm not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's my my day today it was a little nuts, but I was talking to John too, and he's like, Mondays are usually pretty crazy, so tomorrow you should be better. Oh, it'll be easy tomorrow, right? <laughs> we'll see, we'll see about that. Uh, but you know what? Let's get into something a little more interesting than my new office job. Let's get into the rest of the show. But first, housekeeping. Uh, if you haven't already, please go check us out at Patreon.com/slash/SuperGamerBoys. Over there, you can support us uh, for just a dollar a month. You can get this episode audio versions, uh, the audio version of this episode ad free. And uh, well, tonight, as we're recording it, which is two days before it all comes out. So, Monday night, hmm. you can be listening to this episode. Yeah. And, and if you support us on Patreon, you can hear it unedited, super fresh. And you'll hear all of the misogynistic, homophobic, <laughs> racist things that Garrett later cuts out after he's stated them. Uh, he always cleans all that stuff up, and he makes himself sound like a perfect angel. But let me tell you, <laughs> it's pretty wild. So you want to get on that Patreon bus? Maybe we should add that to the five dollar tiers. I can put out. I'll put out the unedited one just for five dollars. No, I don't think up. we should do that. No, I right. think I'd be in a lot of trouble. Probably, technically, I would be being sued quite a bit. <laughs> I mean, they they're paying for. It. They don't have, they don't have to pay us for it. Oh, that's true. I mean, we <laughs> will not- take your money. <laughs> and don't be relegated to just giving us a dollar. You can always give more. Yeah, we can you can give, give more. We have a $5 tier where you can get the show notes early and you can leave your comments and what you think about the news stories and everything. We'll share it on the air, uh, $10 a month. You can be a sponsor, just like Bill Bird, Julie Bates, and uh, we have a new Patreon sponsor, Dustin Long. Shout out to you, Dustin Long. What's up, Dustin? So, Dustin, so funny. I saw your name come through, and I knew that we were brothers from a different mother. I think he's a dude, right? I think so, Okay, yeah. pretty sure, based on the name. You know, it's a very manly name. Uh, but <laughs> when it was on my page, it was under the name Justin. And right before we hit air, I was like, hey, that's that's not the name of our sponsor. And he's like, okay, dummy. I'm the smart one here. You just say funny, inappropriate stuff. And I was like, yeah, but I'm pretty sure. And then he looked it up and he's like, I guess technically you're right. And I'm like, no, wait, it's not <laughs> technically I'm right. It just means I'm right. So here's the deal. I put Dustin Long in the show notes, but it auto-corrected to Justin. I mean, who? No one's I named called Dustin. BS, man. Dustin's, I called BS. Dustin's not even a real name, so I don't know. Like, That's uh, not true. There's, Dustin's a fine <laughs> name. Thank you for your Patreon support, Dustin. And it's <laughs> that name, it's biblical. 
Um, and it's also I'm pretty yeah, sure Jesus it's, it's, the yeah, it's like towards Dustin. the end. It's one <laughs> Dustin of the, Christ. Yeah, you never heard of Dustin. This is like one of those lost books. And very, <laughs> I believe he was a strapping young man, um, <laughs> as far as I understand. Um, and the, one of the great war heroes of the old war, Dustin Whitaker. Dustin P. Whitaker. Yeah, he, big one. You know the war that he was in. Right. He was a general colonel. Also, don't forget Donald Trump's younger brother, Dustin Trump. That's true. Dustin Trump, he's kind of an ass. But he's better than Trump. He is better, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, he is. He does have a better set of hair, you know. So, again, <laughs> thank has, you. But... Thank you, Dustin, for joining the gang on top of the bus. Now that Garrett's tried to throw you off of it, sir. Uh, yeah, I mean, you hung on, so I guess guess you're stuck with us, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you made it through the first, <laughs> the first uh, run through of your name. So yeah, now we're. I guess in... now you're stuck with us forever. And, you can't take back your. And now I think technically what we had said before was the next Patreon sponsor that came in got to uh, got to make sure that they got the name your kid. So I think your no, no, your no, kid's no. name that was, was a producer. It. That was a producer. No one supported us at the producer. That's not the way I remember it. So the way I remember it is, uh, Dustin, if you would like, sir, you can go ahead and just name his kid. And technically, legally, he has to name him uh, whatever you you choose. So, I mean, if you want to technically have Dustin Morlang be his next son (laughs) or daughter. No, I mean, no judging here. So, so my parents listened to that episode where you came up with names for, for my child. Did they not love it? They, I'm sure, dude, I, I know, I know liked, Bill they, and They liked Mrs. a few of those. They liked a few of those. Uh, oh, nice. Hideo, that was a good one. They, they didn't it. like, they didn't like that They liked one. that one. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, they thought it was funny anyway. Oh, know. well, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I thought it was legitimately good, but you know. I know you kind <laughs> of were into it a little too much. I won't lie. Yeah. Uh, also, if you haven't, go check us out uh, or go check out our uh sister shows at the HP Video Game Podcast Network. Uh, you can find us, uh, that network there on Twitter, or you go to Apple Podcasts and search for HP Video Game Podcast Network. See all the awesome shows that are there. We are lovingly under the HP Video Game Podcast Network banner. Uh, they protect us um, from they all of the safe. Uh, evil in the world. Uh, <laughs> and they, of course, edit all of his racism out of the show, I think. I, I mean, I really don't even know. Do they even touch the... Show really? No, I don't even think they know not. who we are, actually. Yeah, I think we just kind of got shoehorned in and we're like locked <laughs> we, in. He kind of slipped in. Whoop. And they, they're not even aware that we're they, there. <laughs> they meant they meant to invite another podcast and we yeah. snuck in here. So. That was the, the Super Gamer <laughs> Girls and they accidentally yeah. hit the wrong. Yeah, yeah. so thanks, guys. Uh, also, uh, if you haven't, go check out supergamerboys.com slash store. If you didn't watch last week's episode. We had nipples half off on the <laughs> website. Nope. Uh, go go check out that episode, and you can see the new, one of the new Super Gamer Boy T-shirts. Uh, no nipples included. Hashtag um, Garrett nipples. Garrett's <laughs> nipples. No, like no, that. that that. No, listen, shut up. So when that listen was happening, for a second. hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> when that was happening in the Discord, yes, I was playing a game with my good old buddy Derek. Oh yeah, and uh, we were playing online, and my phone was blowing up, and his phone was blowing up, and he's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, oh, I don't know." Like, and finally, I picked oh. up and looked, and that's when I saw the conversation ensuing. And uh, so trending on so, Twitter currently, hashtag yeah. Garrett's nipples. So if you want to get in on conversations about my nipples, apparently go to supergamerboys.com slash discord 
and join in on all all the fun. <laughs> well, again, and I'll just reiterate it because not all of you listeners and watchers on YouTube end up uh, you know, going through and listening to uh, what's happening on Discord. But Discord has been hopping. You could always go and check us out on Discord. Uh, and there's been a lot of listeners that are taking part in the yeah, discussions. It's blown up this last week. So many people join. Yeah, it's, it's so been, much fun. It's been so much fun. But honestly, it has been it's just been trending across the nation. Hashtag Garrett's nipples. And one of our lovely listeners uh, was was very cool to say, look, I'm sure, Garrett, you have normal, fine, average nipples. And to which I responded, yes, they are totally normal, average nipples. But let me tell you, as somebody who has seen his giant pancake-sized areolas, that they like need to be words. seen to be believed. I don't like these it words. Is, I mean, literally, you've never seen anything like it. So let's get that thing going. Hashtag yeah. Garrett's nipples. Yep. Uh, what do you say we, we talk about some nerdy nudes now, huh? <laughs> we could just keep talking about your nips. <laughs> All right, time for the nerdy nudes. <laughs> All righty. First things first, correction for episode 63, last week's episode. Um, Garrett incorrectly claimed that Insomniac made the infamous series. <sighs> They are actually the developers known for Ratchet and Clank, Resistance, and the Spyro series. Infamous was made by Sucker Punch. I apologize to all you listeners and viewers out there. Uh, I hope we can move past this with, uh, with, with just so much grace and so much just understanding, and that uh, from here on out we can just keep it strictly professional <laughs> and uh, just uh, yeah, just take take it easy on me. Don't don't hate. Don't hate. I'm we sorry. don't. We don't really have thank, time. Thank for... you. Thank you so much for coming to my my press conference and uh, have have a nice day. We don't really have time for grace on this because, as I recall, I remember because when we were filming, I was here. I was doing <laughs> yeah, it. You were here, and I recall that when you blatantly blurted out your silly, you know, like stupid, incorrect answer, that I correctly. Like said, hey, but Garrett, I believe. And you were like, no, shut up, JJ. Don't with your intelligence and your such good looks. And I was like, what? Garrett, you're not even letting me talk. It's my show too. And then you were like, shut up. And then you did one of those moves where you backslap me. And then like I left my face turned that same direction. Do you mm-hmm. remember? No. That's the way I remember it. Okay. If that's the case, what's what's one game uh, that Sucker Punch is working on currently? Ratchet and Clank 4. I'll give you two more guesses. Ratchet and Clank 3. One more. Come on. Just think think a little bit. Wait, for who? Insomniac? Sucker no, Sucker Punch. Because oh, Insomniac's working on Spider-Man 2. Okay, so ne- what's the next news article? Sucker Punch is currently working on Ghost of Tsushima coming out this summer. So That's what I was going to say. Right I was going <laughs> yeah. to say Ghost of Tsushima. Um Let's get into this first news story. This comes from Ars Technica. Kate Cox over there writes this headline. PlayStation cites coronavirus backs out of multiple major gaming expos. Um, so I'm going to read the original report first here. One of the biggest names in gaming won't be at one of the biggest U.S. gaming conventions next week as Sony Today unexpectedly pulled out of PAX East citing coronavirus concerns. Sony Interactive Entertainment today announced its withdrawal from the event as an update to an earlier blog post, post touting its planned lineup for the exhibition. Um, so literally, like a day or so before they announced they aren't, they weren't going to go. They put out a whole blog post saying they were going to go, and all these games were going to be there. I mean, I think we mentioned it last week that even like Last of Us Two was going to be playable yeah. to the public there. Like we could have showed up and played Last of Us Two if 
you know, any if, lovely, you know, listeners out there would have, you know, paid for us to go. Um, good thing they didn't because we wouldn't have been able to play it. So that would have been a bummer. But yeah. Um, we just yeah. been stuck playing Xbox stuff. <laughs> yeah, darn it. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, hanging out with the other uh, HP podcast folks over oh, there. Oh, that's right. They're they, over they're there. They're actually doing a panel. Yeah, that's great. Thursday, if you are in uh, Boston at PAX East, check out uh, the Bioshock panel on Thursday. I forget what theater it's in, but uh, the HP podcast boys and then uh, Adam Bankers from IGN. They're all doing a, uh, a panel together about Bioshock, the whole series. It's pretty cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so... That's bizarre. Like they literally announced, hey, pa- uh, Last of Us 2 is going to be an, uh, playable to the public. Anyone who wants to come play it, check it out. And they're like, hey, here's a list of a whole bunch of other games. They're going to be playable or, you know, at least see previews. They're going to be there. Check them out. And then like a day or two later, like, actually, we're not going to be there. And here's here's the exact quote. They say, we felt that this was the safest option as the situation is changing daily. We are disappointed to cancel our participation in this event, but the health and safety of our global workforce is our highest concern. Um, Sony was planning to have 25 playable PlayStation demo games on hand at PAX East, including a hands-on experience with the highly anticipated Last of Us Part Two. The PAX booth was slated to be the first time the general public could try any part of the game, which was originally slated for release this week before being much jumped to May, which I heard someone talk. I was listening to a podcast from Friday, I think it was last Friday, would have been the release date for The Last of Us Part Two, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think. Like, we could be playing it right now. Now we have to wait, what, three months till the end of May. It's such a bummer. Yeah. Man, we could be playing it right now. Um, but yeah, so that's crazy. Uh, here's an updated report. So not only did Sony back out of PAX East, but... The company's PlayStation arm has now announced plans to skip a second major gaming expo, the Game Developers Conference, uh, GDC, as it's known as, uh, takes place here in the Bay Area, um, by citing the impact of coronavirus on its worldwide operations. Its exit from the March Expo has company, Oculus, the virtual reality arm of Facebook, which uh, I know you said earlier you didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah fa- I didn't fa- know the Oculus. Facebook, Facebook makes the Oculus VR systems. They make the Oculus Rift and Oculus uh uh, what's the other one? The oh, it's totally one. Blank. Oculus Go. That is one of them, actually, but yeah. it's not the one I was thinking of. Uh, whatever. What's the one that doesn't need wires or anything? Tesseract. Yeah. Okay. Wrong person to ask. <laughs> but they're, they're not. They're no longer attending either. <laughs> I could have said anything. <laughs> I used mustard seed. Uh, GamedIndustry.biz reported the pair of cancellations on Thursday with statements from both companies. Both statements revolve around concern for the health and safety of employees worldwide. The Oculus insists it will proceed as planned by posting GDC-timed announcements online, uh, and all the meetings will be happening remotely. So they're still going to be, quote-unquote, there. Everything's going to be done Mm -hmm. remotely. Like, they're going to put all the... Instead of doing a big presentation there, this is going to be posted on their Twitter, basically, and then any meetings with, you know, other developers are just going to be done on Skype. But, yeah... This is crazy. Um, yeah, it's devastating. I would love to be able to to see some play of the game, and and man, can you imagine some of the people that were that have already bought that tickets? Bought that, tickets just to play Last exactly. of Us Two, and now they're not there. Yeah, I'd be furious. Oh sure. Like if I was going, do you think anybody? And obviously, PAX, PAX is an amazing conference. Whether Sony's there, and like Sony usually isn't there. I mean, I take that back. They're usually there, but usually it's like indie games. The whole thing of PAX is indie games. Usually, there's not. Do you really think anybody's going to be only going just to play one PlayStation game? I I don't. I, even though I'm super into it, I don't think anybody's going 
specifically just for the, I'm sure that that was the yeah. major calling point or, or major selling point for it, but I, I just don't see people going just for that. So, game. so yes, I think, I think there totally could be, I think there, like I would bet money that there's a handful, it might not be a ton. There's definitely mm-hmm. a handful of people who were probably going just for that. But mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think most people probably, um, we're either already going or maybe they're on the fence and they're like, no, I don't think I'm going to go. And then when like they wanted to go, they, they, they wanted to go, but they were like, eh, there's not just quite not enough, enough there. And then when that got announced, I'm sure they bit the bullet and just like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do it. Like there's already mm-hmm. stuff on to see. Um, so I think the majority of people are that either they're already going yeah. or they're on the fence, but I'm, I, I'm sure there's a handful of people who bought tickets just for that. And then like, yeah. uh, nah. yeah, I, I got to tell you, and this could just be my opinion. And I know everybody's got opinions, but here's just my opinion on Last of Us 2. The last time that we had a game that I recall being something that everybody was looking forward to and it got pushed off a little bit. Got a war. Well, actually, I was going to say Red Dead Redemption 2 had a giant, like there were so many fans of the original Red Dead Redemption. Come again? Did Red Dead Redemption 2 get delayed? I don't remember if it got delayed, but I remember that it was... <clears throat> it was so, everybody had such high expectations of it. Uh, yeah. And so I remember like just everybody being so excited because everybody loved Red Dead Redemption, the original. And it was like, oh my gosh. So they uh, sold. Red Dead did get, did get delayed. I didn't realize that. It was supposed to come it? out spring 2018 and then it, and out it in came October. out in October. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then so what I'm thinking is, is that the this game being delayed a little bit. Yeah, it sucks for us. But I guarantee that that's building up a lot more anticipation and oh, probably yeah. a lot more people are going to buy it because, oh, they got to be making it great, yeah. you know? Um, and I just, thank I, God I just, that they- I just hope it pays off. I hope this time they're taking actually pays off and it is, because if it's one of those things where it comes out and it doesn't live up to the hype, like sure. that's going to be so sad. Not and I don't think- I, I don't, I don't would, think, would I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be a bad game. Yeah. Like even if it doesn't live up to the hype, I, I'm sure it'll still be amazing, mm-hmm. but it'll just be a bummer if it's like, uh, this more last of us. Sure, I, sure. I don't know. But. I don't, I just don't think that, that Naughty Dog and Sony specifically because they're, you know, partnered on it and stuff. I just don't see them putting out a crappy game with that. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, there's a lot of expectation on this game and I, oh, I yeah. know they're going to sell a lot of copies. They're probably getting, they're standing to make a lot of money oh, on that. Tons and, tons. and then probably on the online, you know, stuff too, getting, getting, you know, the downloadable content, mm-hmm. you know, probably. But, I don't know if, uh, I think they've actually previously announced it's not going to have a multiplayer. Oh, wow. They've okay. talked about, I had not it, heard it, that. it will, but it, I think it's, it's not going to come out. In it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be like a separate thing is what I've, mm-hmm. is what I've heard. That was a rumors before. I don't know if that's changed or not. So if it's changed, let me know. So but the last I heard is, yeah, it wasn't going to launch with multiplayer. So let me just say it right now because I make all decisions for the super gamer boys because secretly I am a super gamer man. So, and that's what men do with little boys. We just, you know, we throw out stuff and we just say, this is what we're doing, son. You know? Okay. So... <laughs> Here's what we're going to do, because we are so excited about Last of Us 2, and I know that I'm going to be getting myself a copy. I don't know if you were going to get yourself any or not, but I'm going to be getting a copy because I I haven't been this excited about a game in a very long time. Red Dead Redemption 2 was the last time that I was really excited about about a game coming out. And, oh, you know what? I lie. Um, the last Resident Evil 2 that came out, I was really hyped about. Um, when we get that, I would like for us to come up and do a Twitch stream of our first playthrough a little bit with maybe not the whole thing, but maybe the first night come in and, yeah. and do a, a live Twitch stream. I think that'd be a lot of fun. So hopefully you guys will come and join us. 
Yeah, it'll be a couple months out, but I'm down to do it. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what that's the first time we'll do one is in a few months. <laughs> no, dude, I, I stream all the time. I did dreams. I know you never invite I, me. I, I streamed uh, dreams a couple weekends ago. How am I just hearing like this a... now? Because you're never available. You're, you're just super you, gamer boys. You it's with an life. S at the end. You live, you're not a super gamer boy. You're a super gamer man. You're, we're different. Look at. I mean, uh, we're, we're technically we're two different podcasts. Look at this has my name on. This is my podcast. Oh, you're man. guesting on my podcast. I don't know oh, when your podcast goes live. You're breaking maybe, my heart. Maybe you can let them know when Super Gamer Man's you know on Thursday nights or something. You no, know? you know what? If I did have a Super Gamer Man podcast, it would be super lame because I'd never be able to talk about games I play. It would be like, hey JJ, it's JJ in the studio alone with the camera looking at me. Um, what you playing? Well, I was playing nothing this week because my wife and kids were playing Fortnite. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> That'd be it every yeah. every week, dude. That would be it. And that's basically how this one goes too. Pretty, but, pretty much. Um, the biggest thing that kind of blew my mind with this too, though, is the fact that there's just so much like panic over this coronavirus. Like that, we kind of talked about about like, a little bit before the show, but um, like. I don't know. The maybe I'm misunderstanding, but I've talked to a few sources, people who actually have lived in China and know some people in China currently. Oh, no, Garrett. Garrett. These... Okay, no, no, Garrett, don't <laughs> say it out loud. Garrett has an Asian neighbor. I think the person is Korean. And <laughs> Garrett like went and started asking the guy questions about the coronavirus. And I tried to tell him, Garrett, you can't do that. That it you cannot do that. It's not true. Totally it's unacceptable. Not true. No. Racist. You can't do uh, that, Garrett. I have friends who have connections there in China. It's it's, it's for sure China. I've oh, checked. Okay. I've okay. checked. <laughs> uh, it, it was a neighbor on the other side. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was embarrassing with that. Understandable. First one, but, I know, right? Like, um, no, but uh, what they, for what I've heard from them too, is like the virus. It's just a flu virus. Like, there's nothing different. I mean, there is a difference from this to like a normal flu. But like all the deaths are all the same yep. people who are dying off with a normal flu. It's all like the elderly or like the really young or sickly. Like, like if I got the coronavirus, I wouldn't go and kill over dead. Like it's unless I had a pre-existing condition or something. Aren't you lactose and, intolerant? I mean, I think that I don't know if that counts. I don't know if that counts. Jeez, uh, <laughs> what? Um, with all the cheese, I I definitely am not lactose intolerant. <laughs> You're just stopped up all I, the time. I'd, I'd be dead. Like, by... I got a cork in my butt, but hey, other than that, I'm fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I. What basically what my conclusion was after talking with my my friends, these sources, and like hearing, reading different articles the and Chinese stuff. Guy. <laughs> the Chinese guy, Chinese right. <laughs> guy, random God. random was, Oriental person that lives two doors down. Was basically God, that. Uh, no. <laughs> was basically just like this. The coronavirus is way blown out of proportion by the media, and I don't know why that strikes me as weird because they blow a lot of stuff out of the, out of proportion. Oh, huge! <laughs> but like, it's mass hysteria. It, it was just one of those things where it's like, oh, like the coronavirus isn't that big of a deal. Like, mm. it's only a big deal because it's like a it, it's spreading aggressively. Sure. But the actual disease itself isn't that big of a deal. So for PlayStation to be like, we're not going to travel because we don't get the coronavirus. It's like, okay, like what's I don't know what's you go to an airport. Airports are so dirty. You get the flu. You're guaranteed to get the regular flu every time you go to an airport. And yeah, they're tr they're trying like, not to let it uh, aggressive. It's very aggressive as far as like the contamination of it. I guess. I, I agree completely though. It, it, the news media does completely blow things out of proportion. There, there's as of today, I looked earlier on today. There's been like about 2,700 deaths, and it's all elderly people and young people, 
and it's all in China. Most of the deaths have all happened in China. Where, and so, where we looked up, yeah, didn't you look up numbers for uh, the regular flu? And there's right. between 14,000 and 40,000. 40, yeah. So, I mean, that's <laughs> deaths. That's and like, that's, huh. that's every year. Every year people die. Well, no, that's die just from, in the last. Uh, no, no, no. But, last that, five but that average oh, yeah, is, yeah. is what happens on the average for regular flu every year. Yeah. So this flu is is aggressive and stuff like that, but it's it's not the world ender or the pandemic that everybody's trying to make it yeah, out to be. Don't let yourself be afraid. Don't let yourself be like PlayStation and Facebook, and you know they're afraid to go to have some fun at a conference over it. Mm-hmm. Just have fun. Who who cares if you get a little sick? Yeah, it's fine. Just take your antibiotics. You're good to go. Don't let my wife hear that. If I was yeah. if I was promoting my, my any wife sort of would, medicine, my wife would cut my throat if I ever said anything about people <laughs> taking medicine or antibiotics, you, you know, like at all. Uh, if I'm and not, I, if if I'm not she, back next week for the podcast, you know, yeah, you know what happened. My wife yeah. listened to the podcast for the first time. You're like, you said what? My wife would be like, you just put essential oils on it, and you'll be fine. Use peppermint oil and some orange on guard, and you'll be fine. Orange guard. That's on the guard, pesticide that yeah. we use in our. Oh yeah, that is. <laughs> that's samesies. It smells the exact same. Same thing. (laughs) Alrighty. Uh, The next news story here comes from GameSpot. This is just a quick little fun one. Uh, Pre-orders for the new Nintendo Switch Lite Coral are available at Amazon, Walmart, and Best Buy. So Nintendo has now launched a new color for the Nintendo Switch Lite. It was previously in gray, turquoise, and yellow. And now there is a new coral color. Comes out April 3rd. Uh, just a couple weeks after the new Animal Crossing game comes out, uh, same price, two hundred dollars, and you can pre-order it now. So and so coral, it looks like a natural coral reef coral. So it's like a like a pink, yeah, like a pink beige type of color or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it it's pretty cool. I actually like the turquoise myself. My the uh, turquoise ones are pretty cool. Yeah. My my younger brother has a a son that is four years old. My nephew, who's named after me, I think they couldn't find anybody else who they wanted to name him, so I just got it, you know. Um, but my nephew ended up getting a switch light a couple of days ago. My son was all happy. He's like, "Dad, my cousin has two switches. He has a regular switch and a light switch. Dad, what's?" going on man i'm almost nine he's four and he has two of them and i'm like no okay let me break this down for you real quick son your your cousin does not have two switches yeah he just quiet boy <laughs> okay he does not boy. have two switches that's how i say it. i always call him boy come here boy he does not have two switches he has one switch light your uncle my little brother has a regular switch <laughs> and basically he didn't want to keep handing his regular switch to his son to get his grubby fingers on it or to potentially drop it. That's awesome. and then, <laughs> which is what I'm going to do when I get you a switch light son and then I'm going to take yours and, it, and then he hit me. Yeah. I mean, doesn't he, wouldn't he rather have a blue one though? No, he no. wants, he wants to be able to take the joy cons off and play on the, the it's pro over, controller. It's overrated. Overrated. <laughs> you can still play with a pro controller at the switch light. Oh, I might have to tell him that. You just can't take the <laughs> controllers off. But yeah. uh, I think he likes doing all that. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Go pre-order your Switch lights. It's only 200 bucks. You can play. There's so many awesome games for Switch. Like, I love my Switch. I've Actually, this last weekend, I'll talk about what you've been playing. But a game I bought, like, a couple years ago, uh, Stardew Valley. It's basically just a farming simulator but not even farming it's just like it's just like a quiet country life simulator like you just you move to the country and you just like walk around town and talk to people and plant your little garden and go like 
cut down trees in the woods and it's like super just calm and peaceful i started playing that again over the weekend i'm like this game's so good and so much fun <laughs> it is so relaxing to just go like cut some grass in my front lawn and just like hang out it was great now, i can't buy a switch light for myself right now because i've got to save up for a ps5 or yeah. or an xbox series x i'm just kidding i'm gonna get the uh, ps5 a ps5 <laughs> um but uh Speaking of uh, Xbox Series X, we have a couple articles here about the Xbox. That's right. So the first one here, this is a, a little bit exaggeration. We talked about this one in the Discord, actually. Someone per- like brought it up to me in the Discord. I think it, I think it was Kajoma. Dustin. No, I think it was Dustin. Okay. Or I could be totally wrong. I could be totally wrong. I think it was Dustin. It could be Kajoma. It could be Dan. It could be anyone. Who knows? It could be. Could have been JJ. JJ wouldn't remember. He's old. Um, but That's uh, true. I'm. <laughs> I'm very well. Could have brought it up. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, headline here: Bad news for PS5 as Xbox plans something, quote unquote, special for E3 2020. This comes from Matt Evans over at Tom's Guide. Will Xbox Series X's reveal of its deep for portfolio of games spell doom for PS5? So this whole thing is one big exaggeration, kind of. But essentially, um, the article goes on to say, plus Sony is not planning to be at E3. They've already announced they're not coming to E3. No press conference this year. Uh, and at this point, there's no date for PS5 reveal. No, nothing. Like, Sony is holding its cards close to its chest at this point. They're not sharing anything. And what I like to think as a Sony fan is that just means they're just perfecting this thing. So when they do release it, it's going to be it's going to blow Xbox out of the water, but obviously time will tell. Um, but what? Meanwhile, while Sony's you know hiding in the corner, you know thinking about things, you know being an introvert, uh, Xbox is out here like, hey, check out our killer console. Which I'll give it to them; it's pretty killer. Um, but uh, on Twitter, Tim Dog <clears throat> Tim Tim Dog Twelve, uh, he tweeted out uh, and he tagged uh, Phil Spencer in the tweet. How is planning for E3 and all things Xbox? Are you excited for Ori, Willow, and the Wisp coming into Xbox in March? Phil actually responded back to him and said, uh, Ori, Willow, and the Wisp is a special game. Reading internal notes from people playing through another amazing job by Moon. Next E3 meeting is today. Tons to talk about between now and E3 and deep portfolio of Xbox. Uh, this is XGS, which I imagine stands for Xbox Series Games. Series X uh, for E3. Uh, Aaron Greenberg is doing work. Console launch years are just special. So basically, um, yeah, he's really hyping this their E3 uh, conference this year. Like they're going to have, it says, a deep portfolio of Xbox, you know, the series games, a bunch of announcements for Xbox Series X. I don't know. I'm excited. As yeah, much as I'm I, not like a, I'm not a huge Xbox fan, but I mean, I'm still stoked for what they're going right. to announce. Like I, I, I well, love we're video both games. big game fans. Yeah, we're like and huge so game fans, we don't so. want Xbox to fail. We want no, them to yeah. succeed. And I got to tell you, this is the first time that I'm actually genuinely jacked about Xbox. I'm curious as to see what they're going to bring to the table. I think this could be make it or break it time for them. And uh, not only that, I just heard that the Xbox One X. Is on sale for three hundred bones, dude. Yeah, I got the email from GameStop uh, over the weekend for there's a big tax sale right now for two ninety nine ninety nine. Why not pick one up? I mean, I know that we're we're getting into the PS five era, but that's really cheap to pick up a, a one X that 
performs yeah. that's better than what the PS4 is right now. I mean, it's just that's amazing. As especially far as with, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Oh, sorry, I cut you off there. What I was no. going to say, especially like it's especially a good deal because um, of this next uh, news story. Actually, it was just came out today, 14 hours ago. Phil Spencer wrote a blog post on Xbox Wire, uh, the head of Xbox, what you can expect from the next generation gaming. And he wrote this blog post pretty much outlining all of the awesome features of the Xbox Series X. Um, so I would highly recommend go give it a read, but I'm going to go over some of the, the headlines here. I'm going to skip around a bit because we were just talking about, you know, why not buy, like, uh, should I buy an Xbox One X? It's on sale right now. I can get it for 300 bucks. You know, is that worth it? Um, I would say yes, because there's this feature that they're talking about. Uh, the next generation of gaming compatibility. Four generations of gaming. Our commitment to compatibility means existing Xbox One games, including backwards compatible 360 and Xbox games. Look and play better than ever before on the Series X. Your favorite games, including X, uh, including titles and Xbox Game Pass, benefit from steadier frame rates, faster load times, improved resolution, visual fidelity, all with no developer work required. Your Xbox One gaming accessories also come forward with you. And then this, Smart Delivery. It's one of the new features called Smart Delivery, they're calling it. This technology empowers you to buy a game once and know that whether you are playing it on Xbox One or Xbox Series X. So if you have an Xbox One, if you have an Xbox One S, if an Xbox One X, an Xbox One All Digital Edition, or an Xbox Series X. You so, can play so it across all, all of, them. of them. You buy... And, and obviously it's not with every game. It does say that. It says, sure. um, th like, the first game that's going to do that is Halo Infinite. Mm -hmm. So all going forth, all Xbox exclusives are going to be available on every Xbox console. Well, from Xbox One up. And then um, they say in, in this release, press release, it says this te technology is available for all developers and publishers so that if they choose to use it in their titles. So that's insane. So, so yeah, let's just say it right now. Phil Spencer, Xbox, bravo. Yeah. So right because now, that's a big deal. I could go buy the Series X and not the Series, the Xbox One X for three hundred bucks, two hundred dollars off, which is insane. Um, buy, you know, Halo Infinite when it comes out this holiday. Mm -hmm. Play it, love it, enjoy it, and then like maybe in two or three years when I save up money after I bought my PS Five, like oh you know mm -hmm. take a couple years save up. I'm gonna, now I'm gonna get the Series X. I don't have to rebuy all my games. They're, They're all just going to work over on the... Which is amazing. That's so good. And it's not even just... It's not going to be the Xbox One version. It automatically upgrades it to the Series X version. Right. So I'm going to get the best graphics. And, and that, that happens also when playing like uh, Game Pass and playing right. 360 games. They're going to all be upgraded. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's, it's crazy. So Xbox, just with that alone, Xbox is killing it. Um Let's see some of the other. We uh, also uh, they they hammered down on not only what what they it's going to be capable of doing, but also some of the things that it has like ray tracing, and uh, the yeah. frames per second was the thing that like killed me the most. So right now, standard TVs take sixty frames per second. Yeah. There's this, a few few high performance one that does 120 frames, but do. but not very many. Like I feel like it's more like a really expensive like 4K TVs do 120 frames. Well, and that's what the Xbox Series X is going to be performing at. Yeah, support up to 120 frames per second. Uh, it's going to have quick resume where you can you know on PlayStation and, and Xbox has it too where you can like um, hit the home button and it like closes a program, but it says it kind of like puts it to sleep or whatever, mm -hmm. so you can do other stuff on the side. Mm -hmm. Um, but you can only do one game at a time. Like you mm -hmm. only put one game in the standby mode. Yeah. Xbox is coming out with Quick Resume, which lets you suspend or you know put to sleep multiple games. Mm -hmm. So like say you're like playing Red Dead, and over here, and then over here you're playing Halo, and over here you're playing 
I don't know, Mass Effect, Fallout, whatever. Just okay. on PlayStation, you normally have to close the application before to play another game. Yeah. Same thing on Xbox. You can only have one open like mm-hmm. on the Xbox One. You can only have one application open at a time. On the Series X, you're going to be able to have multiple <coughs> applications and games open at the same time. That's and awesome. Can, and you can like put them to sleep and suspend them and just like, oh, I just want to play this one. Oh, I want to go play this one. So then you don't have to reboot the game every time you want to play it. It's just always running in the background, which is crazy. Um, so Xbox has been killing it with some of these things, yeah. and they're being really out there in the front and being very straightforward with a lot of this stuff. So Xbox uh, has not been quiet at all, unlike yeah. Sony. So Sony is not really saying much. And I hope that that's a good thing, that they're kind of holding all their cards, like you said, close to their chest, and that they're going to be like, bam, full house. What you going to do, punks? You yeah, know? that's that's as a Sony fan, that's obviously what I'm hoping for, is like they're just going to come out and like kick Xbox's teeth in. Mm-hmm. And again, not that I like hate Xbox, I just like, like PlayStation more. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh man, that'd be so cool if like, we haven't heard anything, we haven't heard anything, Xbox is dunking on them, dunking on them, and then all of a sudden, X- PlayStation's just like, okay, like hold my beer kind of thing, and then come <laughs> out and just like, and and obviously that might not happen, but um, until then though, like I'm gonna root for Xbox right now because they're killing it, like this right. is great. Like 12, 12 teraflops of power, and I know that sounds like the stupidest word that I just made up. Uh, it sounds it like, some, it sounds like, totally it sounds like something JJ would make up. I would totally make that up. but. That's that's, that's the gra- how much graphical processing power it has. So the graphics card in there is capable of twelve teraflops of power. That is twice, uh, twice as much as an Xbox One X, and it's eight times as powerful as the original Xbox One. So if you had you know eight Xbox One stacked on top of each other, then it'd be as powerful as the Series X with graphics. Mm. Crazy, blows my mind. It it does have me very tempted. Now, my my intention was to pick up a PlayStation, and it still is. My intention is to pick up a PS5 uh, this, this wintertime when it comes available and then move the PlayStation 4 from my living room to my son's room uh, so they can use it as a media player, but also so he could play PlayStation games there. Hence, I don't ever have an issue again with losing my thing to Fortnite ever. It'll never happen again. I solved my own problem. You know what I mean? But I hear that Xbox, you know, one X for 300 and it's like, man, that's really tempting. Yeah. Very tempting. Xbox, all digital. Uh, All right. I just, I know that. Yeah. The all digital, the all digital aspect is great, but right now we're more of a, you know, physical disc family anyway. I normally am too, but I'm thinking like for this, for uh, me, for, for, for this holiday, mm-hmm. when you think that'll come down in price? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like right now, you can get it for. Uh, Is it one fifty? Uh, why doesn't it just says twenty bucks a month? Well, that's freaking cheap. Uh, two hundred bucks. <coughs> so for two hundred dollars, I can have the all digital. So it doesn't have a disc drive. It's an Xbox One S essentially without the disc. So it's not as good as the X, but um, but yeah, imagine picking one of these up this uh this this winter, this holiday when the Series X comes out because it'll probably go from one like two hundred bucks down to like one fifty or maybe cheaper. It might even be like a hundred bucks box, a hundred dollars for the box or something. Mm. And I can get all the I, all I do is pay for Game Pass. Because all the Xbox exclusives come to Game Pass, five bucks a month, and I and then and, you know yeah, two or three years when I save money, then I get the Series X. But I at that point I've only invested like one hundred fifty 
bucks into an Xbox One, I've, I get to play all the exclusives. Mm. That might be my strategy. It's actually a pretty darn good strategy. <laughs> yeah, because like, because the only reason I would need an Xbox is just to play the exclusives. And if you have Game Pass, then you don't need a disc slot. Like you just you play everything digitally if you're using Game Pass. So I don't know. That's think about that one out there, everyone, all you listeners, watchers. Mm. That's my strategy. Don't get the Series X. Save save your money and get the Xbox One all digital <laughs> edition. Uh, but yeah, no, Xbox is killing it. I, I hope they do well. Obviously, I hope PlayStation does better, but I hope Xbox does well because True. they are, so far, they're knocking everything out of the park. It's pretty amazing what they're bringing to the table this year. Um, the last news story here is uh, kind of actually an update a little bit. It is a, it's a new article, but this is something we talked about last week. Uh, this comes from Isaiah Meyerson over at TechSpot. GeForce now reaches a million users as Bethesda backs out. Uh, so yesterday, NVIDIA's published, uh, NVIDIA published on the GeForce Now forums that most, quote unquote, most Bethesda Softworks titles are being removed from the service, including Doom, Fallout 76, and Elder Scrolls Skyrim. The only game that's sticking around is Wolfenstein Youngblood, uh, probably because it's a garbage game. Mm. Um, but given it's one of the handful of titles that supports ray tracing on GeForce Now, NVIDIA might have made a special deal to keep it around. Okay, so it's a game that has ray, ray tracing, so... It might be on there just to kind of be a showcase title for that. Mm. Um, it's only a speculation, but Bethesda could be eyeing off Google Stadia as an alternative. Doom Eternal, a highly anticipated sequel to 2016's Doom, will be available on Stadia on day one. So that makes sense. At this point, Bethesda already kind of has a deal with Stadia to launch day and date on on their platform alongside all the consoles. Um, so that makes sense why eh, maybe we shouldn't be on the competitor's service right now maybe in the future they'll think about it but um it makes a lot of sense yeah but so it says here nvidia might be losing games left and right and center but they can afford to geforce now already has a 1500 games while stadia only has a few dozen and uh, nvidia's business model is, <coughs> is also a lot more attractive unlike stadia which requires you to pay the full purchase price of any game you want to use on the service geforce now gives you access to all your game libraries as part of the deal if you're interested, hundreds or even thousands, uh, like many of you no doubt have, then GeForce Now will save you a lot of money. Um, so yeah, GeForce Now, you can get standard access for one-hour sessions, and it's $0 a month. It's free. Hmm. So I think, you, I, I think you can do that multiple times a day. So like basically you play for an hour, and then it shuts off. So as long as you save your game, then like 10 minutes later, you just log back in, start back up. You can play for another hour, totally free. Or you pay five bucks a month for the next year and you can have unlimited session length, priority access, you get ray tracing, you get the first three months free. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's a good deal. Now you were trying GeForce now when it was in beta. Right. right? Like you did uh, a, little a couple, bit. like two years ago at this ago. point, okay. when I first bought this laptop a couple of years ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I haven't played it in a while. It, it ran fairly well then. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really interested to try it now. Just because it's free, and even heck, I'm I'm almost interested just to pull the trigger for five bucks a month. That's so cheap, just to be able to experience like ray tracing and like top of the line graphics and stuff like that. would be pretty amazing. Just wait for a few months and you have it on PlayStation. Yeah, you're right. The same. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's uh, oh, but it's not all doom and gloom. This was interesting, actually. I didn't realize this. Cyberpunk 2077 will stream on launch day with ray tracing 
on NVIDIA GeForce Now service. That is amazing. Um, so news, actually. they actually have a special deal with Cyberpunk to be available day one with the ray tracing. So even if you have like a little crappy laptop from <coughs> from Walmart or something, you'll be able to play Cyberpunk in the 4K with ray tracing for, yeah, five bucks a month. So just for that is worth it. Like you can have the crappiest laptop in the world and be able to play the best mm. game at the best graphics. It'd be so cool. Um, but yeah, so even... There was all that bad news. I don't in the headline they mention it. In the article they don't for some reason. But what's in what's blew me away is like in what a week and a half since they opened up, you know, to the public, they've already reached a million users. That's really stinking good. It's a lot. Like I don't know what Stadia's numbers are, but I guarantee you it's not millions of users. Like or it might be millions of users, but I doubt it's ever at once. Like. From what I've heard, Stadia is like a, just a dumpster fire, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit later on, actually, because I've I've I was able to test out Google Stadia. I got a um, a buddy of mine from uh, another podcast on the network, actually, uh, Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast. Uh, go check them out. Um, David Tate over there gave me his buddy code because when you get the Founders Pack, you get three months for you, three months for a friend. So he's like, "Hey, my three months is almost up." He wanted to use it for himself, but it, it won't let you. It's like it mm. knows that it's a buddy code. It's like, no, you got to give it to someone. <laughs> so I snagged it, and I've been trying it. And let me tell you, it's exactly what everyone says it is. But mm. I'll go more into detail later when we talk about some streaming services. But, yeah, so GeForce Now has me interested. It's a bummer that all these big developers are backing out. But it's also cool that at least the service works, right? Like... Yes, it's absolutely. like from from everything I've read online, from all the podcasts I've listened to, it works flawless. It works the way very, Stadia was supposed to run. Basically. People have been actually thrilled about GeForce now. That yeah. it's it's I've heard it from a lot more than just you saying, "Hey, it's really not bad at all." Wish that Stadia was this good. And what's cool about GeForce too is like with well with Stadia, you have to pay for all your games. Like every game you want to play, like you pay for the service, and you got to pay for the games. With GeForce Now, it's you're technically paying for the service and paying for the games, but it's it's different because if you can uh, basically you link your Steam library, which is like your, you know the, the online game marketplace on on your PC. Um, so you pay five bucks a month for, which is way cheaper than Google Stadia for GeForce Now though. And then say I already have like a whole library of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games on my PC, they just whoop, import over and you can play them immediately without paying any extra money and then as you buy games in the future they just become available on your geforce now account like it's so amazing mm. it's so incredible it just blows anything else out of the water so i don't know it's cool stuff uh but we're actually going to talk about some streaming services more later on uh, the topic of the show if we have some time but Let's get into some new releases. All right. Okay. First one is actually not from this last week. It came out uh, last Tuesday, but I did not talk about it because I thought I didn't. I didn't realize it was a, a good game. I, in my head, I'm like, eh, I've never heard of that game. It's probably stupid, and so I skipped it. Uh, and then a buddy of mine changed my mind, and so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give it give it like a 
<coughs> a shout out this week. So last week, February 18th, Hunt Showdown came out on PS4. It's been a PC game. I think it's been around for a couple years now. Just came out on PS4 last week. And that game is so stinking good. Really? I'll, I'll talk about it more when and what you're playing, but I've played let's see. I think I picked it up like Tuesday night. We played me and Derek played Tuesday night. Uh Wednesday night. I don't think we played Thursday, but we played Friday night. Like we've played like almost every night this week. Playing Hunt the Show like three or four nights this week. It's crazy since since Tuesday. Um good game. We'll I'll talk about it a little later what it is. Uh and then Kingdom Hearts three Remind came to Xbox One, February twenty fifth, which is uh Tuesday. So yeah, go check those out. Definitely check out Hunt because we need more people to play with. And that's what we're gonna get to right after I uh, give you guys all the results for our Twitter poll from last week. Do you remember that? I, you know what? I saw it on the page and I was like, I think I told him to put something on Twitter, but I don't even remember what it was. You did tell me to put something on okay. Twitter. Okay. And right. it was a poll um, because. Did our... anybody dance on said poll? No, no dancing. That's on the poll. what you're supposed to do when there's a poll involved. So the question, I believe, because the topic of the show last week was talking about. The different consoles, Xbox, Sony. We were discussing some did things. Did I tell you on air or did I? Yeah, this was all on air. Remember, oh, okay. You, you don't no, remember? I don't remember okay. Anything. Yeah, topic of the show last week was talking about that article. <laughs> remember that Kajoma sent in about uh, uh, basically Sony is going to lose the next console generation because it's not about who sells the most consoles. It's who makes the most money in Xbox. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Anyways, you told me to make a Twitter poll about who, what, what people... <laughs> Have people vote? Would you like? Are you interested in getting a PlayStation? Are you, or are you? Yeah, are you gonna get a PlayStation Five? You gonna get an Xbox One Series X? Okay, I remember. Whatever now. you said, people vote Sony or PlayStation. Basically, choose your your cool. choose your allegiance. That was the poll that you yeah. you came up with. That yeah, kind of, you don't remember. I knew. I was just testing you. I just wanted to make sure. So I put it out. It Keep you on your toes, Garrett. <laughs> it went for a whole week, mm-hmm. and the results are in. There's okay. only twelve vote votes. Okay, uh, so not not. A ton. I probably should have voted on that, huh? Probably. Or is I, that like technically can't I don't really know. vote I, on my own? I, I didn't vote on it just to keep it clean. You yeah. Know? So okay. maybe it's so then it's clean, yeah. yeah. Um, so 12 <coughs> votes. Neither one of them were me and JJ. It's all listeners. The qu- it just says, the question is quite simple. PlayStation or Xbox? There are 50, uh, 58.3% of the votes voted for PlayStation and 41.7% of votes voted for Xbox. So Wow. So um, so that's not again no, there's, it's not there's a only there's, there's only there's only 12 votes, but even in those 12 votes it was interesting how close it was still. You know what I would I could have swore that it would have been the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. I thought that it would have been Xbox heavy only because I typically, when talking to gaming friends, mm-hmm. it seems like more people play Xbox. That's just been heck, my interpretation. You, you, go, you go to our Discord, and that's everyone in our Discord is right. just like Xbox super fanboys, and it's just sure. like so. I feel like even any everyone in our we love you all, super fanboys. It's okay. <laughs> everyone we con- we come in contact with, you know, within our even within our podcast sphere yes. here, mm-hmm. is always like, yeah, go Xbox, and it's just like which we have always looked at before. Now we always looked at as well, those are bro gamers that like shooter, you know, just shooters as opposed to. To, to story. No, I still and stand by that. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> I love all of you listeners. <laughs> you guys are amazing. <laughs> really worried about losing the Patreon support, Garrett. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, oh, Grammy will take care of it. 
Right? She, she just can't say that. Well, I did. I just did. Say I know that. you did. Um, but yeah, so she sent me cookies. By the way, I don't know if you didn't get them. They did. They did. Well, it was at our office, and it had your name on it. But it said from Grammy Love Garrett, and uh, they were really good. Garrett, they were so good. Yeah, peanut um, butter, peanut butter are cookies. Yeah. They're some of my favorites. Yeah, I'm so sorry about that. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Grammy. Uh, but yeah, so there's there's that poll from last week. More people were rooting for PlayStation. Apparently, so <clears throat> that's encouraging to hear. I'm glad. You know, at least 50, what, 54.8% of you are on the right side of history. So, <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into what you've been playing. But I am going to go first because you always go first. Please, I so insist. I'm gonna, I'm gonna always go let first. ladies go before me. I'm, I'm going to go first. I'm going to talk about a couple games. First, Hunt Showdown. Just because I talked about it in... New releases. I feel. Like I, I remember wanna, that from two minutes ago. I feel like I just want to yeah, talk I, about it. Yeah, I um, remember that. <laughs> so this game is seriously like really dug its claws at me, and I did not expect that at all. Because I'm, you all know, I'm not the super multiplayer gamer. There's once a year, there's a there's a multiplayer game that like really gets its hooks in me, mm-hmm. and then it like gets me for like a couple months, like two, three four months and then you had the apex fever for a while yeah for a while and then like then i fell off um and even towards the end like i wasn't super hardcore for a long time Mm -hmm. but it was still something where like at least once a week i was wanting to get in there and play Mm -hmm. and like for a long time i was like i need to get this i need to get that and finally my life just got too busy and i just had to move on but um this game it's a multiplayer game so it's it's really interesting how it's set up you're dropped in this map takes place in the 1800s down the bayou okay um you can do either teams of two or teams of three 12 people are dropped on a map so if it's teams of two there's obviously six teams teams of three that doesn't yeah uh, there's four teams you know uh so and you're all you're all controlling these different hunters you get to you can either choose your own hunter or you can like you hire hunters essentially you hire them and then when you jump in the game you you control them you fill out your all your loadout and everything is old like 1800s guns so like these really crappy like flint rifle not flint but you know what i mean like muzzle loader rifles and stuff like that or crappy pistols and this really janky stuff like that from like 1890s or something mm-hmm. like right before the turn of the century kind of thing um and you are dropped in a random point in the map and you have to collect three clues around the map in order to hunt a beast or monster down so the whole <coughs> idea of the game is you are a monster hunter, but not like, you know, obviously everyone knows of the Capcom Monster Hunter franchise that has like dragons and all this crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. This is like legitimate, like you're dropped in a map and the whole map is covered in like zombies and like, you know, these crazy like witch creatures and everything's very, and like these nasty, big, gory, fat, like zombie looking hulking dudes, like Hulk, like tank zombies essentially. And then, uh, after surviving all of that and like sneaking your way through the map and collecting all these clues, it reveals the location of like the the main beast. Like when you start a mission, you get a contract. You have to kill the beast, whatever beast they tell you. Um, and there's three different beasts. There's the spider, which is like this enormous spider, like the size of this room, like mm. ginormous spider. You have to fight it, like you and your buddies. Uh, or you could get the butcher, which is like a ten foot tall 
creature, like hulking creature with like a pig head and like a mm. big like flaming like meat hook and stuff like that. Or the other one's like this assassin. And it kind of looks like Slenderman, like this tall, skinny dude, mm. but he's like, he can disappear into like bugs or like locusts. Like all of a sudden he goes, whoosh, he disappears and all these bugs scatter. But then when it all comes together, he stands up and he has like these like, looks like Assassin's Creed blades, like wrist blades. And he like mm. slashes in. It's terrifying. So this game is terrifying. It's so, so is scary. it really dark then? It's like, it's, doesn't always, <laughs> it doesn't always take place at night, but everything is just like, yeah, really dark and gritty and like, or there is like, when playing at night is terrifying. When like, when you load in, it's all nighttime. You're like, no, please, God, no, please. Like, and ain't nobody got no Creole accent, nothing. Oh, there's like, a lot of that. There's is a lot there? Of that. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. a lot of yeah. the like characters. Gator, Gator talk. Yeah, a lot yeah. of that, a lot yeah. of that. Um, But uh, yeah, it's, it's such a cool aesthetic. I love the, I just from the design wise of it is, um, it's beautiful. Like it looks amazing. It feels amazing. Uh, I love like that 1800s, like Southern Bayou kind of thing going yeah. on. Um, but then also, um, yeah, just that game mechanic where. And I didn't catch where are you playing it on? Are you playing on PS4? It's, it's only on PS4. Well, it's PS4. It used to, it, for the last two years, it's been on PC and they just bought it to PS4. Okay. Um, you can get it for like 40 bucks. It's really cheap. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so essentially you were just trying to be the first team to go kill the monster um banish the monster like because there's there's a lot of weird voodoo black magic kind of stuff like intertwining like that's i think that's what caused the, the pestilence or like the infection mm -hmm. basically is like bad voodoo mm -hmm. happened but you also have voodoo powers like that's how you can like they call it like dark vision where that's that's how you can find the clues like use your dark vision off in the distance oh there's a clue over there you run over to find it get it um you have to banish the monster after you kill it and then once you banish it you pick up the bounty and then you have to escape before the timer runs out or before someone else kills you. So that's the thing. Everyone, once that monster's dead, everyone's fighting each other. Like, not on your team. All the other teams are all fighting each other to try to get that bounty. How many How many people on each team? You and how many other players? That... Well, there's 12 people on a map. So there's usually either two people on a team or three people on a team. So like mm -hmm. I said, like either six teams or four teams. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> so it's crazy because it's one of those games where not only are you fighting against the elements because there's all the random zombies throughout the map, mm -hmm. you're also fighting the beast that you have to kill and get the bounty. And then you're also playing against all the other players who are trying to beat you to the beast and get the bounty before you do, basically. And so there's like all the, like you're always just looking over your shoulder. And the sound design of this game is incredible. So I've been playing with my like surround sound headphones. And it says that right when you fire it up, it says play with headphones. Like, like that's the best way to play. Because um, Everything has a sound effect. Everything. Um, you'll be walking through the woods and you step on a twig, like oh, wow. that type of thing. So, like, Very if you're cool. if, so, if you're sitting in the woods and all of a sudden you hear a, something snap, you know, oh shoot, there's a player nearby, or like there's like, or you walk through like a barn, like a cow barn or something, and there's like all these like chains hanging you can hear them clang, 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 stuff like that. You make it sound um, very interesting. It's I, really like, yeah. It's it's honestly like nothing I've played before. Yeah. Um, you're walking through across this field. Uh, I was walking through this cornfield one time and all of a sudden I spooked a bunch of crows and that's a, that's a signal. Like, so if someone in the next, you know, over at the barn across the field heard the crows <coughs> or, you know, saw the crows fly away, they're like, oh, oh, there's someone out there in the field and they'll like come for you and come get you. Like, so there's all these visual cues, sound cues, like everything you're always, you're always on high alert. Mm -hmm. It's like, what the heck? Like, where is these people? What's going on? Yeah, it's such a blast for a it's multiplayer so game. Like, I was surprised. Like, it's really it's the same people who made um, the Crisis games back in the day. So back on like PS3, there was Crisis One and Two, um, and they were known for being like 
having like the the best they're on PC as well. They're having like the best graphics and like straight up crashing consoles and PCs because it like they required so much power. Like the games is you know too powerful for the machines essentially. Um, the same people made this game, and so it's beautiful. You go you drop in this world and like the environments are so cool looking and the creatures are so like grotesque and like scary, terrifying. There is multiple times a night where and I have Derek on on voice comms when we're talking. And I'll be talking, chit chat, and all of a sudden, I'm like, ah, ah, you know, just like all of a sudden, something scared me. He's, he starts laughing at me. I'm like, dude, I jumped so high off the couch, like I literally like jumped a foot off the couch because something came around the corner at me. Like, it's scary. <coughs> I'll but have to check it out. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan typically of multiplayer uh-huh. games. I, I really have never been. I actually had a really great conversation with Kajoma on our Discord mm-hmm. uh, a previous few days ago, and uh, he's a younger. A listener who ends up, uh, he plays a lot of multiplayer games on the Xbox. And so I was asking him, have you ever actually played PlayStation games? He's like, no, that's really not the types of games that I'm into because I like to socialize with my friends. And it made me realize like, oh, a lot of gamers, there's different gamers out there. Like I always think of my perspective is I don't ever use gaming as a social aspect at all i don't play with other well, people because in our day-to-day like we have so many other people that we interact with and talk with and friends outside <laughs> that, of that we're so, done by the time we yeah, so when we get home we want to get away from the world pretty much thing, yeah where yeah it's interesting it was interesting to, i was reading that conversation you're having with them it's it was like, a great conversation and it made like, me oh, yeah, like, realize there's other perspectives there's, there's a lot of people and especially a lot of younger people who you know that's that's how they interact with their friends like for us we interact different ways like we'll go to the bar or hang out or go for dinner or whatever right. and like for these kids it's like no let's chill in their room and play video games all day with them which which is totally crazy because as as a you know 12 13 15 year old kid i would think nothing of running around and hanging out with my with my best buddies right, yeah. and you know run around riding bikes or or when we started getting into cars you know driving around yeah, but it was constantly yeah. hanging out and now it's like no, they all go to their own homes and then play online with. They're each all other. still constantly hanging out the same way we used to when we were kids, but they're just doing it differently. Not, yeah, they're not doing it's it in just, person, which yeah. it takes away couch co-op. I know, which I, I think I miss, is devastating. I, I miss couch co-op. That's one of my favorite things. Whenever I find a game that has couch co-op on it, mm-hmm. I, I buy it immediately. I'm like, I, this is something I can get behind and support. Like I don't. That's <laughs> why I like the idea of party games. I yeah. like party games the and box games are so much fun. Yeah. I'm after you told me about it. I can't wait to get a hold of a copy so I can end up having things. They're on you sale know. all the time. Next time it's on sale, I'll let you know. Yeah, please. Yeah, they're good. Um, let's see. The other thing I was playing was Stardew Valley. I think I mentioned it earlier in the show, didn't I? Yeah, no. wanna, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. mentioned it briefly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with the Switch stuff, uh, it's <coughs> this is such a chill game. It's so much fun. Like it's one of those things where you have a calendar on your wall and it just has everyone's birthdays and like their birthday comes like oh, I'm gonna go get them a gift. Like I'm gonna go buy you a turnip or something. <laughs> or, like or I grew this for you. I grew you this whatever. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go fishing. I'm gonna sell my fish to this dude and make a bunch of money. The whole thing is really like you're just trying to make more money and make your farm bigger and bigger and bigger. But I, I just love the art style because it's not like it's not like Farming Simulator 2019, you know, which has like super hyper realistic graphics. It's all like 2D art style, like pixel art. Like it's really like looks like a Super Mario game or something, but you're farming and, you know, interacting with these people. So it's kind of like a little cutesy, fun, relaxing game. Um, How much did you pick that one up for? I think I got on sale when it was like 10 or 15 bucks, but I don't think it's usually much more than that normally. Mm-hmm. Like it's a pretty cheap game on Switch. Uh, it's on everything now. I think you can get it on PS4, Xbox One, PC. Mm-hmm. I think originally on PC, 
Um, but Switch is like the best place I've I've played it. Obviously, I I just like it because you can take it to go. <laughs> like I can take it to work like on my lunch breaks and just break out, you know, Stardew Valley and it's so chill and I don't have to worry about. Well, now you could just do it at the office table the right there when I'm yeah. when I walk in and you can like put it down like you. Are. I was just working just away working. on the old computer. Right <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last thing I only played it. I actually didn't really play it this last week, but I wanted to talk about it because. My brother, shout out to Jake. What's up, Jake? Um, he's in the Discord. Hazel Beef out there. Shout out to Hazel Beef. <laughs> Is he that Jake? He doesn't really interact in the in the Discord okay. at all, but um, he's there lurking. Uh, he is super into Minecraft, like addicted to it. Which I was like, don't you have something better to do? You're in the army, shouldn't you be like protecting our country or something? He's like stationed over. Is he like the only? Army man who's playing Minecraft, he's gotta be. I don't know, something. I was like, don't you have work to do? Shouldn't you be like defending our country from terrorists? He's like, yeah, but Minecraft is more fun. Jake, I don't know if you're watching <laughs> or listening to the show right now, but I'm really curious. When you're sitting there playing Minecraft and when one of your buddies like kind of like burst into the door, do you try to cover it up like, oh, uh, uh, hey, I wasn't playing Minecraft? <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. If you have a reaction like that, Jake... You need to play something different. Maybe some Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Something like that. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, but he he actually opened up a a Super Gamer Boys Realm, I think it's called, where basically, like, uh, I can, I don't know how it works. I need to talk to Jake. But he, he told me earlier today, he's like, hey, if you want to invite anyone from the Super Gamer Boys community to play on our server, on our realm. That's awesome. You can join in because I think like he paid for it. Like it cost money. He was like, oh, I paid, I paid for it. He, he paid for like a couple months to open it up to the public. So, so he created like a world and stuff like that? He or? he created, well, he didn't, no, he didn't create a world. He he just started, like he he started like a, he started a world, I guess, okay. essentially. Like it's a blank slate right now, but mm -hmm. he wants to invite people in so then everyone can kind of build and do their own things. So mm -hmm. he's starting to build stuff. Like he has a whole house. With like secret compartments and doors and stuff all yeah. over, and like a whole hidden basement. That's like, awesome. I probably shouldn't tell people that because now they're gonna go there and destroy stuff. Or something, but, um, but uh, you just ruined my Saturday. Yeah. I, uh, but then I like I was jumping in there and I haven't started anything, but I've already been planning out. Okay, this is where I'm gonna put my house. I'm gonna build this and that and start digging like a mine over there and doing all this you, stuff. You've and, already been pulling permits and stuff yeah, like that, yeah, right? Okay, man, that's, buying lumber. That takes time. It takes time. Did you? Um. And so, yeah, he, he told me, like, hey, if anyone else wants to play, you know, we can invite them. So where can we go on there uh, to go and try to, like, well, that's what I was find just, the realm? That's what I was just going to say. Oh, I, man, I cut you off. Go ahead. I don't I don't know how to do it. I don't know how it works. But if you join our Discord, supergamerboys.com slash Discord, Discord, D-I-S-C-O-R-D, uh, I'm on there and my brother's on there. Hit one of us up and we'll figure out how to add you to that that realm because yeah the more the merrier obviously like it's it's fun to get a bunch of people building stuff together mm -hmm. so yeah what have you been playing all right so uh here's what happened this week uh okay. no what no i actually did get to play a little bit uh, i got to play a little bit here and there uh saturday i got to play a little bit um i got a good hour and a half in of playing far cry 5 that game is so beautiful and it's actually hard man it is a that's lot why, harder than you would think. That's why I backed off of it because I'm like, this game, the story is amazing. What I played, the graphics are insane. Like, it seems like a game I could have a lot of fun in, but it's hard. Yeah. And I know it's a long game. I'm like, I don't have the time to fight with this game because um, it's, it's hard. So I'll tell you what, I backed it down to easy because okay. I'm like, I can't do it. It's 
too difficult. Um, I haven't really gotten very far because of it, but man, the graphics are absolutely incredible. So what I did this week was I actually got to, to take some extra time to watch some stuff. So not sure if you're aware, but Netflix just dropped season four of Better Call Saul. And I have watched uh, a few episodes. I think I watched three episodes of Better Call Saul season four. Mm. I was a huge fan of Breaking Bad. I binge watched that, that whole series twice. And uh, man, it is unbelievably good. Better Call Saul is maybe better than Breaking Bad. It is absolutely crazy. And especially as you see characters from the Breaking Bad universe showing up before you knew them. Mm. It's like, okay. oh, this is how they got introduced to this world. It's it's absolutely insane. Such an incredible show. If you guys haven't given Better Call Saul a chance, it is worth a gander because it's a hell of a show. So season four has already been dropped. You can get totally caught up within a few days. Or if you're like Garrett and have no life, like two days, literally. Uh, and then the other show that I have been watching religiously this week, my wife and I like to sit and watch shows together. Um we we popped on Z Nation. I don't know if you've ever seen Z Nation before. I've seen it on there. It yeah. is like watching. I was like, oh, it's a zombie show. I love Walking Dead. Um, I'm like, okay, it's a zombie show. Let's watch it. Turns out it's like Walking Dead meets Shaun of the Dead. It is hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. Hilarious and so gory and just funny, like unbelievably funny and goofy. It doesn't take itself seriously. It makes fun of the zombie lore stuff. Really a lot of fun. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> unbelievably a great show. And and I I did not think it was going to be. I thought, oh, it looks like a cheap zombie show. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. Absolutely great. Wow. I think there's okay. like five seasons of the show or something like that. So, so with the Better Call Saul, I've never watched Breaking Bad. Do I need to have seen Breaking Bad to watch Better Call Saul? It will make a lot more sense. I can't believe you've never seen Breaking Bad. So I, I've watched like the first half of the first season like mm. multiple times, mm -hmm. but I've never, f actually I might've finished season one or got close to finishing it. Um, it was one of those things where the first few times I tried to watch it, it just didn't like grab me. Like I was just like, oh, okay, like, I don't know. Like it just wow. didn't quite <laughs> get me hooked. And then- mm -hmm. I've tried to watch it multiple times, probably like five or six times. And then the other mm -hmm. like three or four times, you know, after those first couple of times, uh, I was married and my wife doesn't like anything like intense like that. Or mm -hmm. like, I mean, the, what, the first or second episode, they like melt someone in a bathtub. Right. My and, wife and my so, wife never watched this show, so, by so, the way. So that, she's so that she's never watched Better Call Saul. Okay. She's never watched, because my wife couldn't watch that stuff either. Yeah. And so and, and, I tried to get her yeah. to watch Breaking Bad because I was like, the, you have to get through it. I think- Season two is when it really picks up. The whole show is amazing, but season two is really when like the screws start to turn on okay. the character development. Yeah, and uh, you basically start off with if you don't know about Breaking Bad, Walter White, who is a a, a chemistry teacher. Yeah, um, he's just kind of a mild managed mild mannered chemistry teacher who uh, is very good at his job, but he uh, has an older son who's like a seventeen or eighteen year old boy, and then all of a sudden his wife turns up pregnant and they're going to have their second kid, which ends up being a daughter. And he gets hit with cancer and he does not have very long to live. So he's thinking- his, his son have a disability? So it's something where like- It's a cerebral palsy yeah, or something yeah, so like that. So he's got a cane and- pal you know. palsy. And then like, yeah, the wife is pregnant and then he has cancer. It's like all right. this like really hard stuff. Right. <laughs> and so he gets to a point where he's like, 
a teacher who doesn't have any money, and uh, he sees this kid who used to be in his school who uh, was always kind of a troublemaker kid. Uh, he sees him when he, when he goes with his brother-in-law to go watch a cop bust, and the cop bust, uh, they end up getting like, I don't know, what $7 million or something like that of like meth money. And he's like, wait, so they got that much money from like making meth? And then he goes and like approaches the kid who he saw there and he goes, I know you were there. How do you make meth? And he like showed him the way to make meth and he was like, this is horrible. Like the way you're doing it, this is disgusting. And he ends up making this amazing meth. This I mean, he's am- a chemistry teacher. So yeah. he's like, he, he knows, he's, he knows the actual like right. chemical makeup. The chemical of, makeup of, of it. So he makes like the cleanest, purest meth. In, yeah. And basically in, in, like, in New Mexico yeah. and like gets involved in cartels and everything else. And it's this mild mannered, mild mannered teacher who all of a sudden becomes this giant kingpin. Yeah. And oh my Drive gosh, the sto- with his brother being a DEA agent, his brother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> it is absolutely <laughs> An incredible show. And so Better Call Saul is a spinoff series um, that is unbelievably great. That's one of the characters from Breaking Bad. It's a lawyer, Saul Goodman. <laughs> you know, so absolutely unbelievably yeah. good. Okay. So I recommend it to all. I need to try it again. The hardest thing is like if our TV's on, it's either me playing video games or if like if we're watching a show, my wife's there watching it. Like we don't we don't really have like well, she has her own shows because, like, when I'm playing games, she's watching something on the iPad. Well, like, what are you doing when you're on the toilet? That's when know. all the best video watching happens, Get, buddy. Getting in and out because I want to get back to my awesome TV. Dude, if your legs have never gone numb, you haven't truly watched <laughs> Netflix, okay? Jeez. Just saying. Uh, man. Yeah, let's check those out. But before that, we should talk about the topic of the show here. All right. So we don't have a ton of time, but you know what? I think we can still talk about this because, unfortunately, you don't have too much knowledge. So I'm really hoping you-, you Well, you I have can, lots of knowledge. What are you trying not, to say? Not about this subject, though. Oh, you have oh, not okay. played any no. of the streaming services. No, I have not. So I was thinking, oh, this, this will be good for me to kind of report what I've played and experienced and you to kind of be able to like bounce questions off and thoughts, hopefully. Sure. So yeah, if, I have none, but go ahead. Okay. We'll roll with that, Garrett. So, topic of the show. <laughs> what's the deal with streaming services? You got to say it like Jerry Seinfeld. That's what what's I just got. What's the I, deal I was, I was gonna, I was with streaming gonna, services? I was going to ask you. I was like, can you say that again in like Seinfeld? And it's not you, that good. You beat me ta- to it. But um, Yeah, so right now we have Google Stadia, which we all know is just like crap in the bed, hardcore. Uh, we have Project xCloud which is Microsoft's deal. We have Google in the ring. We have Microsoft in the ring. And just in the last week and a half, two weeks, we now have uh, GeForce Now by NVIDIA. Um, So there's a lot. It's crazy. Like we went from like one streaming service to all of a sudden like boom. Like we have like three major ones. And obviously Mm -hmm. xCloud is still in beta. Um, You can only play it if you have certain phones and devices and stuff like that. And there's, there's still talk about Amazon. Getting into their yeah, room. I know, which is crazy. But um, at this point, we don't know anything about that <clears throat> right, comment. Right. But but it just seems like overnight, all of a sudden, it went from like oh, just Stadia and being garbage to like now there's three and mm-hmm. uh, GeForce Now is killing it. And from what I've been playing of like XCloud on my phone, mm-hmm. it's been pretty amazing. So yeah, just to kind of go through some of these things like Google Stadia, um, uh, I kind of want to give like a rundown of like here's the health and state of each of these platform so google stadia 
they're not doing good performance wise. I actually, I actually played some today at lunch and you came into the office and saw just, you know, uh, two minutes you watched. Like yeah, I cut, came in and saw a cut, a cut scene. scene basically. And what I saw from the cut scene looked incredible. Yeah, it was beautiful. It played. But again, it's a cut scene. Yeah, it <laughs> so played really well. It, it played that video very well. <laughs> um, it, it, it was a very good YouTube in that moment. <laughs> and then, then I started playing the game and I literally only played for like 15, 20 minutes. I played Metro Exodus. And then the other night I jumped into some Destiny 2 and I also jumped in about 15 minutes of Destiny 2 today as well. So like in Destiny 2 in total, I probably played an hour, about half hour before, maybe about a half hour today. And in Metro Exodus, it did about 30 minutes. And it, it did a little better at my home internet because I have like 300 down and like 15 up, like my speeds, download speeds and upload speeds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was having a little issues. I'm like, okay, it doesn't look as good as I thought it was going to. And it does control a little funky. And then, yeah, going to the work internet where even like our work internet's pretty fast. I like, guess like 15 or 20 up because it's like a business. You get the business speeds. It's actually mm-hmm. usually better than uh, what you can get residential speeds. So 15 or 20 up. And I think that's running at like 100 down, like download speeds. So it's pretty fast internet for stadia because supposedly you only need like 30 megabits per second for stadia and man it it was hitching so bad like i'd be running and all of a sudden it'd be like freeze for like half a second and then like continue on and then like run 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 jump freeze for half it was just like half a second so you barely notice it but it's Mm -hmm. noticeable enough to where like if something's running at you i was trying to shoot at something and i'm like i can't get over quick enough to shoot it like did you notice that in both games in metro exodus okay metro and and destiny yeah Um, the graphics were not as good as I was expecting. Um, obviously with the pro membership, technically I have a a trial for the pro membership. I should be getting 4k HDR graphics. Granted, I don't have a 4k HDR display, but it still should be pretty dang good looking on, on my screen. Um, it looked really bad. Like it was like almost fuzzy. There's mm-hmm. a lot of artifacting. So it almost looked like, like whenever there's fast motion, if I turn too quickly, kind of got a little pixely a little bit um which is to be expect a little that's it's to be expected with streaming like if you watch someone stream on twitch or something it does the same thing um but i guess i don't know they for 10 bucks a month i would expect more i guess like i really expected more mm. from stadia so i was not happy with stadia um and just a little rundown they've promised more than 120 games this year uh 10 of them are going to be exclusives so far we don't know what any of those games are they haven't said anything so at this point, I would say Stadia, I don't know, has if I was to give it a rating, I'd give it a solid like D minus. Mm. Like it's bad. Like, I don't know, it didn't play great. And then their game selection, they only have like, what, like 20 games or something available for you to play and you have to buy them. So once you pay for the service and you got to pay for the games, full price, $60 games. And then for it to not have very good graphics and for it to not run well. Like if I ran the game natively on my computer, like if I went to destiny.com, downloaded Destiny 2 and played it just on my computer, it would have looked way better than what it looked through Stadia. And that shouldn't be the case. It should be able to run a million times better through Stadia based off of what they've told us. Um, yeah, so yeah, I was actually, I'm I'm kind of devastated by all that. I know yeah. that when we first talked about Google Stadia coming out, yeah, I think each of us had a lot of a lot of hopes for it. Oh, 100%. We know? were, we were um, stoked, you and both of us. We were like, on fire for Stadia. And then you kind of dashed my hopes a little bit when we were talking before the show because 
I was thinking, well, the free tier is at least the free tier is going to be something that can be joyous. And then you you kind of crapped all over it by telling me you're not really getting anything with the free tier. Yeah, so that's the most bizarre thing. So you pay ten bucks a month for the pro member for the pro tier, and you still have to pay for games. They're discounted a little bit. Not great. We were looking at the store; like mm. they're still like still like fifty bucks for Red Dead Redemption Two or right. something. Um, but uh, it's discounted a little bit. With the free tier, oh, in the pro tier, not only do you get a discount on the games, but you get like one or two free games every month. Like they release one or two free games mm. every month for you to play. But what kind of games were those going to be? <laughs> well, I, yeah, and I showed you. There was uh, Destiny 2, which is a free game to play anywhere, like on your PC, on your PS4, on your Xbox One. You don't have to play for Destiny 2. So the fact that it's a free game on Stadia, it's like, well, duh. Like, why wouldn't it be free? <laughs> yeah. Um. Metro Exodus was a free game. Thumper was a free game. Guilt was a free game. I think Guilt is an exclusive. You can only play that on Stadia. Mm -hmm. um, and then Farming Simu Simulator 2019. So Wasn't that a mobile phone? <laughs> the mobile game on uh, Verizon? I don't know. Something. No. <laughs> it's, I don't know. But it's not a great free lineup. And then all the ones that are available to buy are all like old games. Like the newest game is uh, Borderlands 3. But it's not even the... <laughs> It's not even up to date with the PS4 and Xbox One version. Mm. So there's patches that have come out for the PS4 and Xbox One version that aren't out for the Stadia version, which is crazy. And Borderlands Three is already on Google Stadia. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. But it's like, but it's like I said, it's not the up to date version. It's mm -hmm. like a, it's like the version that launched back in October. Mm -hmm. It's not the version that's live now on PS4 and Xbox One and everything. So it's sad. Um, and yeah, so with the free tier, you so say you want to use Stadia for free, you don't get any of those free games. And then you have to pay full price for games. So it's like 60, 70 bucks a piece for each of these games. And it's only streams at 1080p, which if I was streaming, like I was supposedly streaming at 4K and looked pretty bad. I can't imagine what 1080p looks like. Mm. like I don't know. And then, and then you've got GeForce Now that's, yeah. uh, that's got everybody leaving. You know, including Bethesda. It does have like everyone. That. It does have all like these big publishers leaving, but there's still over 1,500 games available to play mm -hmm. compared to Stadia's like 24. So 24 yeah. games versus 1,500 games, that still blows Stadia out of the water. Absolutely. And and it works. It, it's working and, a whole lot better. And yes. any games you've bought for the past 20 years, because Steam's been around for a long time. So mm -hmm. as long as you've had Steam for the past like yeah 20 years or whatever, I don't I don't think it came out in 2000. I think it came out in like 2002 or three. I guess I could look it up. Whenever Steam came out, any game you've ever bought is available immediately on GeForce Now. You can play it. And then in the future, any game you buy from here on out, you have through GeForce Now. So that's what GeForce Now has going for it. And it actually works from, from what I've heard. So the third of all of those streaming services, the xCloud, now that's the one that you've been messing around with the mobile recently. Yes. Um, this is the This is the one that apparently not just you have said, is kicking the crap out of everything else. Yeah, so I, I've only been able to play the iOS beta version because mm -hmm. it, it's been on um, uh, Android devices for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, it just last week, I think it was, Tuesday or Wednesday or something, or maybe the week before, I forget. Um, it just came to iOS just recently, though. I signed up immediately, was able to get into the beta. Um, I don't have an Xbox One controller, so I kind of panicked for a little bit. But the crazy cool thing about it, I went home that night Synced my uh, PS4 controller to my phone, and I was playing the Halo Master Chief Collection. I was playing Halo 3 on my phone, 
over my Wi-Fi with my PS4 controller. And it was flawless, right? It was perfect. Yeah. Like, it was running so smooth, no hiccups, no issues. It looked beautiful. Granted, it's on a little tiny screen. Mm-hmm. But probably try to check it out on the iPad. That's what I. That's that's like immediately what I thought. I'm like, oh man, it would be so cool on Trudy's iPad Pro, like the beautiful display on that thing. Um, Can you not cast whatever's on your phone up to the TV or no? If I had an Apple TV, I could. There'd probably be a little bit of a delay though. It's usually not like an instant mm-hmm. feed. It's usually delayed by like a few milliseconds, which mm-hmm. in a first-person shooter, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But that was the most impressive thing about, like, because it was Stadia too. There was even a little delay. Like I'm when you. I'm shooting, I'll like click the button and it's not much, but I'm clicking the button to shoot on Stadia and it's like like just a few milliseconds mm. later or like I hit the jump button or like I go to like dodge out of the way and it's like, uh, it's like a little delayed. You can feel it. It's just enough to feel it. Mm. xCloud, I honestly, I think I felt it once or twice. Like there'd be random times where it would like kind of drop a little bit and I don't know if that, that could have been something with my, my Wi-Fi in my house or something. Um, but it was like, it was just perfect. It was flawless. I was surprised. So honestly, like if xCloud is as amazing as it's working right now in beta and it comes to other places other than the phone, because I would love to be able to play it on my TV. Like if there's a sta- <laughs> if there's an xCloud app for PlayStation or heck, even for the PC, if I could play xCloud on my PC, like I'll just plug my PC into my into my TV and I'll be good to go because it, it runs so stinking good. Like it was so beautiful. It looked amazing, played great. I was using again. It blew my mind to be playing Halo with a PlayStation controller. I'm like, this is so cool. Like, <laughs> I didn't have to go out and spend 60, 70 bucks or an Xbox One controller. I could mm-hmm. just play with what I had, and it worked. I love that that same day you were ready to do that, though. You were like, oh, immediately, oh, man. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was asking everyone I knew. I'm like, okay, if I can't find anyone, I'm just gonna have to go buy one. I was like, ready to pull the trigger. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go home and check it out. And then it worked. Like, it's crazy. So. I think at this point, xCloud is my number one. Why didn't you try your uh, your Switch controller? You have that 8-bit Doe eight controller. 8-bit Doe. Yeah. Um, Which that, that one is is capable of, of hooking up to your uh, yeah, PC. Yeah, it, 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 can, it can hook up to my phone. I, I don't know why I didn't think of it. I just, because I, you know, I like my DualShock 4. Sure. I like the way it feels. I like the mm-hmm. way it looks. You know, it's mm-hmm. smaller, so it fits in my backpack or whatever to come to work and stuff. Um, but maybe I'll try it because, so... Yeah, it might be a good one to try because I think uh, the DualShock Four it's it's a little janky to initially hook it up to the phone. Once it's hooked up, it's mm-hmm. fine, but it's kind of a pain. Where I wonder yeah. with that eight bit though, it might be a little easier to sync mm-hmm. with my phone. Um, but yeah, XCloud is killing it. So I don't know. That's that's just my little update on streaming services. Um, I love that you've I, had so much opportunity to get in on some, I know. some different ground floor and it's like all just kind of happening fast. Really fast. I was not expecting to do any of this stuff. And then, yeah, my buddy David reached out with uh, the Stadia code. Um, I got lucky and got into the iOS beta because they only picked like a few thousand people to get in that. And then I still want to try GeForce, but that's free and open to the public now. So anyone can try it. So even you at home, if you want to try it, just check Google GeForce now um, and you can try it too. But I'm going to check that out later, I think, because I do have quite a few games in my, you know, Steam library that run a little janky on my computer. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious to see if it works a little better through through GeForce Now. Right on. Well, the cloudy cloud future is looking pretty, pretty insane right now. I mean, pretty good so far. My, my biggest gripe, and I actually I put this out on Twitter. Uh, let me find my exact tweet because I, I want to, you know, I'll, I'll read it kind of verbatim, my little chain here. Because a lot of you guys aren't on Twitter. And if you 
you know, you really should be. You should be on Twitter. Uh, this is actually pertaining to Google Stadia more, although I'm sure this is the case with GeForce Now and xCloud too. Mm -hmm. But so February 21st, this is when I first got that code. It said, just redeem a three-month Google Stadia trial. Thank you, David Tate. Uh, I was going through the settings. And I saw this bizarre little tidbit. So with my normal data usage and a one terabyte data cap, I can I can play for maybe 13 hours a month. How does that work if I'm going to play a 30 plus hour game? So in the settings on Google Stadia, it says uh, data usage and performance. Choose how you want to experience games on Stadia based on your quality and data needs. If you if you change your settings, your new setting will take effect the next time you open a game. If you play games at the best visual quality, which is 4K resolution, it uses 20 gigabytes an hour. Oh my gosh. That's like downloading a new PS4 game every hour, like a full-size game for as long as you're playing on Stadia. So I was just like, yeah, oh, wow. most 99% of the internet, you know, you know, the internet plans that people have out there have a one terabyte data cap on it. And so I already use around seven, eight hundred gig a month. So that means I'm only, I can only play for thirteen hours a month. How does that work if I want to play a big? O and that's why I go on. I, <coughs> I have I have a whole tweet thread here. I go. This is why I don't see the streaming feature coming anytime soon. If I want to grind through Destiny or play a huge RPG, I have to use either use less lesser graphics. Which why pay for the pro membership at that point if you have to use only seven twenty or ten eighty p graphics, mm -hmm. or limit my play time, which sucks. I just want to play games. Right. And all that to say, I'm stoked to give this a try and see how it stacks up against xCloud and iOS. Boy, was I naive on February 21st because then I played more Stadia yeah. and it's it's, right. it's not great. But No, but you make a very valid point, though. I mean, really, you don't want to be playing with the intention of, I can only play so much this month. At, yeah, and if you go yeah. over, you're screwed. You're paying a fine on your... Right from Xfinity or whoever your provider is, and trust me, we just did that recently. Uh, we have Comcast, uh, and we had to we had to pay like thirty dollars over. Yeah, and it sucks. It's just, it just, and that's without doing any streaming, other than like you know watching Netflix and whatever. Yeah, so that's that's my biggest thing. I'm stoked for the streaming feature, but at this point, until internet service providers like get their freaking act together, mm -hmm. and because. Up in, like a couple years ago, we didn't have data caps. That's a new thing. It was something mm -hmm. with, uh, oh, what was the law? It was something Obama passed right at the tail end, or was it Trump right at the beginning? It was one of those. It was either like right at the tail end of the Obama administration or right at the beginning of Trump. Uh, they voted something in. Wow, why can I not remember that? Because I remember like I'd signed all sorts of petitions and everything trying to like get rid of it, but um, showing the support for it. But basically, yeah, part of the, the law that was passed was basically giving – Internet service providers way more power, and that so that's a new thing. And just in the last few years of being limited on your internet, essentially, mm -hmm. and it sucks because yeah, like if I wanted to go all digital, you can't, you can't do that. It's impossible unless, mm -hmm. unless I use shut down of the internet in the rest of my house. Like sorry, Trudy, you can't watch your show. Uh, sorry, like we have a roommate sorry, or housemate. Sorry, housemate, like you can't do your schoolwork. <laughs> like she's she's doing like online classes for college. Yeah, you know, you're like, hey, you realize that like I'm playing Destiny. I'm 2 trying right to now, I'm trying to so. play some Destiny Two on Stadia because it's all it's all it's only thing available because <laughs> the Stadia sucks. But yeah, all that to say, streaming future looks awesome, but there's still a lot a lot more to go before it's like really viable. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're viable right now, and there is still a lot more to go. Just there's just not a whole lot more to go tonight. Yeah, no, I'm tired. Yeah. 
I can tell. He was he was kind of drooling a little bit. Just a couple just a minutes. Bit. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. Uh, if you haven't, you know, I know we mention every show, two times a show. But go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. <laughs> that really helps keep, you know, keeps the lights on, keeps the mics rolling, the cameras going. Uh, and it helps us, you know, pick up cool games and see cool movies to talk about on the show. Um, we haven't seen a cool movie in a while. I think we're kind of due to have like a little, it has been little a while. date night. Yeah, something. Uh, but patreon.com slash supergamerboys, just for a buck, you know, you can get this episode tonight after I finish editing it. Uh, I'll have it done probably about an hour, hour and a half, uh, around you know, ten thirty tonight. You could listen to it while you go to sleep. Um, <laughs> How you can sleep for our like you know nasally drones? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, also, remember to check out the supergamerboys.com slash store. You can get your <laughs> sweet stickers. You can get your t-shirts. You can get your socks. You can get your mugs. Uh, we got lots of cool stuff over there. So go check that out. Um, review us. Apple Podcasts, that would be a huge help. You can find us during the week, supergamerboys.com, at supergamerboys on Twitter and Instagram, and facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I'm on Twitter, at gmorelang, and JJ's on Twitter. I am on Twitter, at JJ Perdeman. Keep in mind that we are trying to get it to trend worldwide. Hashtag Garrett's nipples. Yeah, I'm hoping, hoping you forgot about that. but uh, No, <laughs> who could forget about Hashtag Garrett's nipples. I mean, yeah, I again, I, I had I, to use the nipples portion of it, but really it's all about the areolas. So that's okay. the, the you know, colored flesh right behind the nipples. Yeah. And they look like pancakes okay. mostly. Thank you so much Somebody to Star said Andrews were, for our logo. You can check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. Somebody said that they nope. were kind of like UFO nope. crop circles. <laughs> you know, like when they, they have like the big, huge crops because you can see them from... Yeah. We'll catch you all on the flippity flop. Floppy.